Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. This week, my guest is Alex Nels, and we will be discussing Casper Meets Wendy, the sequel to Casper. Hi. Hey. You haven't been back in so long. I know. Since Cruel Intentions, when my mic's fucked up so bad. Thank you for fixing that, Francis. Thank you. We have a new setup now, so that doesn't happen anymore. It looks way better than before. Congratulations. So fancy. Oh, yeah. So fancy. They can uh, see us. So they have seen uh, Instagram photos of our setup. We we win the gym. <laughs> all right. To all of you guys who are new here, um, most of you are probably joining from the first podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on as a guest. Um, if you didn't hear it, go check it out. I reviewed a movie that all of you guys have been begging me to do, Troll 2. Um, so go check it out, the first podcast. And I am on their episode covering Troll 2. It is a disaster and it is not a sequel. So it did not work here and it didn't really work in real life. But you can go listen to me review it over there. And to all of you joining me from the per- first podcast, hello. I was tolerable for that hour, so um, get ready for many more hours. Let's go. So Casper meets Wendy. What can I say? It's a lot. Um, I loved it as a kid. Oh, fully loved it. And then rewatching it, I was like, wow. Yeah, I like unironically <clears throat> loved this movie as a kid because it was, it was Hilary Duff and I loved her and Lizzie McGuire. And, and Casper was, you know. Casper was the, the one. Yeah. Okay, so just a little bit of detail to start us off. So the original came out in 1995 the sequel in 1998 so only three years in between the original only got a 44 percent on rotten tomatoes i mean there's some slow ass parts to that movie there are back and watch it i'm like how did any child sit through this but then the sequel got 20 percent, which i feel like is too high yeah that's that's generous um so the original had a budget of 5 million or 55 million whoa and it made $287 million at box office. And the sequel came out in 1998 with a budget of $6.4, which I'm guessing went to all the cameo actors. Because <laughs> it didn't go towards writing or effects um, or talent. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alan Thicke, thank you for that wonderful 10-second cameo. What the fuck? Um, so Casper is a character created in the 1930s for a kid's book. It was adapted into an animated cartoon in 1945, a comic series in 1952, and then a series of cartoons starting in 1959 with the new Casper cartoon show in 1963, and then there were a bunch of Christmas specials and uh, Casper's First Christmas and Casper Saves Halloween in the 1970s, and then they did a bunch of crossovers with live-action shows like Chips and Charlie's Angels. No, they did not. Yeah. 
they did it was like Casper did everything. Like were those Halloween specials that nobody was supposed to remember? Like seriously Casper just showed up. They were like it was like Charlie's Angels is a live action movie, but they do like an animated episode where like the Angels came to see Charlie. Like when you did that on Scooby Doo where like the Harlem Globetrotters would okay. show up. Yeah. It was like those. Okay. Um But it wasn't like real life T V show with Casper in it, right? No, like, no, no, they no, didn't... no. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the 1995 film was the first live action movie to feature a CGI lead. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, like. And he wasn't that bad. No, I mean, he's pretty simple. He's just a white, bleh. (laughs) You're a white, bleh. (laughs) (laughs) He's a little white, bleh. He's a little marshmallow. I mean, he doesn't have a ton of features to him or anything. Um, and the movie was obviously super successful. And then there was a cartoon series in 1996 and then that led to the movie which killed the series because it was bad it was so bad it was real bad um so 10 different actors have provided the voice for casper through all of the movies and tv shows and cartoons and special appearances some only one or two things some half a dozen things or for whole seasons it's really all over the place um so usually we talk about actors who returned for both the original and the sequel and the weird thing is we have two but they play different characters so in the original uh just to run over the plot of the original real quick basically this horrible woman named kerrigan there we go kerrigan carrington inherits her father's mansion and she finds a thing that makes her think that there's treasure in the house and that's played by kathy moriarty and her like lackey slash lawyer is eric idol And they go into the house to look for the treasure, but there are ghosts in the house. So they hire Bill Pullman and his daughter, uh, Christina Ricci, to get rid of the ghost. But then she's friends with the ghost. Wait, that's what they're hired for? Yeah. Damn, I need to... Because the dad is a ghost therapist. Wow. Yeah. Do they just want Bill Pullman to be the most boring human being in anything he does? I think so. So, Poor bastard. Kathy Moriarty plays Kerrigan, and she plays Aunt Gert in Casper Meets Wendy. Which one is Aunt Gert? The blonde one. The one with the really raspy voice, yeah. And the other, which is, oh, we'll get into it. And then the other crossover is, so at the very beginning of the movie, there's a lawyer reading Kerrigan the Will, played by Ben Stein. And then when they're at the resort, Ben Stein is there. Wait, when is Ben Stein at the resort? At the party part where they're all just fuckeries going on. The guy being possessed by Fatso is like, oh man, the food here is great. And Ben Stein's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And he'd be like, it'd be a shame if they ran out. And he's like, that would be terrible. And he's like, you're a laugh riot. And I'm like, (laughs) Ben Stein's here. So those are the only two actors who are the same, like not even the same voice actors return for Casper or the uncles. None of it. Just Ben Stein playing another boring person and Kathy Moriarty as an entirely different character. And I totally remember the voice as you said that because it's like she wakes up and has 80 cigarettes and yes. starts her. Just... Um, <laughs> ben Stein is actually in all three Casper movies. I know, because he's so boring. Like, I mean, I know I was saying Bill, Bill Pullman. Sorry, guys, but... Uh, ben Stein. But Ben Stein, too, is... <laughs> I think of those dry eye commercials. Dry eyes. Bueller. 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 
feeling like it would crack me up if there was like some behind the scenes things and they were like cut and he's like what the fuck's up guys and just like it was all an act but i think that's just him no that's just him um so in the original we have malachi pearson as casper mm. bill pullman as james harvey christina ricci as cat harvey mm. uh jonah pote as stretch joe alaski as stinky brad garrett as fatso eric idol wait as- skirt brad <laughs> yup i know you son of a bitch i know that's awesome um eric idol as dibs uh garrett radcliffe henson who you might recognize as the hottie mcconnerson from mighty ducks is the hot guy at cat school mm. um jessica wesson who was in home improvement and flipper is amber the bitchy mean girl um and tons and tons of cameos so that's something they stole from the original it's just the tons of cameos they have um ben stein as the lawyer don novello from snl dan Aykroyd playing a ghostbuster um clint eastwood rodney dangerfield mel gibson uh the crypt keeper wait when is mel gibson in casper the part where the bill pullman gets possessed and he's like his face keeps changing into a bunch of different people so it's actually him it's actually him wow i didn't even think it was as a kid like that it was really him um and then steven spielberg had a cameo as himself but it got cut because he's like i was such a horrible actor i didn't want to do it and he was the producer for the movie okay um and zelda rubenstein from poltergeist had a cameo as herself that was also cut um and in the sequel we have uh fucking everybody uh nobody good fucking everybody but nobody but nobody <laughs> we have hillary duff as wendy jeremy foley as casper shelly duvall as one of the ants just fucking oh the shining and casper meets wendy shelly duvall she's the like the wife from the shining olive oil yeah wait time out yeah I need to IMDb that. <laughs> you don't believe because me? Because she's like a skinny... Like, the time frame doesn't make sense to me because I would think she would be older. But maybe she just got bigger and yep. didn't recognize her? Okay. Yep. I know. I know. It's insane. It's insane. So, she, that's her. We're, we're Wikipediaing. Shelley Duvall. But who... Who was she in Casper and when? She, she was, was one of the aunts! But I just watched it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she literally, we shut off the movie and started recording, guys. Um, that's dedication right there. Uh, oh, no, still, I'm, I'm. She's pulling. Whoa. Whoa. So that's Cadby Moriarty. Oh. That's I've... Shelley Duvall. Whoa. <laughs> that's Terry Gar damn she aged guys <laughs> you know when like yeah not i'm not even gonna say that but she being mean y'all she could actress though um george hamilton as desmond spellman or more accurately george hamilton is george hamilton with magic powers uh vincent trevelli as vincent polly shore as the oracle why was he there richard moore as jules blake foster as josh jackson as my roommate pointed out one of the power rangers the blue Power Ranger from Power Rangers Turbo. Uh, Logan Robbins as Logan. Michael McDonald as Spike. Travis McKenna as Fatso. Patrick Ridgewood as Stinky. Uh, so many people. Uh, Alan Thicke 
in a 10 second cameo for no fucking reason um casper van dyne as a hot guy uh it literally the list of cameos is longer than the list of the cast it's fucking insane um but if you don't know who they are are they really cameos no and for kids like i'm sorry at age what four when we were when this movie came out i don't know who the fuck Polly shore was I was trying to think of one of his catchphrases. I don't know who George totally Hamilton was. Like, yeah, but like, it's supposed to be like, oh, for the parents. But like, good God, if yeah. you made your parents watch this, oh you're a bad God, kid. Oh my God, George Harrison is in it? Hamilton is in it? George Harrison was in it. Oh my God, he's dead. No, he's alive. He was alive. He's one of the living needles. Um, so the original was directed by Brad uh, Silberling. So this was his very first movie ever, the original. Wait. The original was the guy, that guy's first movie ever? The very first movie ever. He also did um, a series of unfortunate events, the one with Jim Carrey and Land of the Lost and uh, City of Wings. So you just like to murder movies. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. You know, the good one was original. It was produced by Spielberg. Um, it was written by Sherry Stoner, who's the voice of Slappy the Squirrel in Looney Tunes. Who is Slappy the Squirrel? The girly squirrel who wears the flower on her hat. Her name is Slappy the Squirrel? She's also the animation reference for Belle and Ariel. My entire... <laughs> I know we're going in a really strange direction, Terry Stoner guys. has had a life. Um, I want to be her. She wrote, the, she wrote the movie. Then she wrote for the TV show. Then she was the reference animation for fucking Ariel and Belle. Again, I need to see what this warlock looks like. We're having to do so much Googling. That's Slappy the Squirrel. No, I know who Slappy is now. Yeah. But so I, I wanted to That's see, Sherry Stoner. But I want to see her, like, as a human. Okay. You know, Slappy the Squirrel. Oh, wow. She does look like Ariel. Yeah. So she's a compulsive hair flipper and lip biter, which is why so many Disney princesses do that. Because she's like a reference for two of the really big ones. Hmm. Um, and she wrote Casper. And the other writer is Deanna Oliver, who is the voice of the Brave Little Toaster. Oh, I love that movie. So the two writers are amazing voice actors, but like didn't write any other movies? It's weird. Wait, Casper was it? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think they wrote, like, a hand, like, one or two other things. But, yeah, like, no. um, And J.J. Abrams did a rewrite of the original script. Uncredited. Uh, you go, J.J. So, Spielberg J.J. Abrams worked on Casper. Okay. Genius. Um, the sequel is directed by Sean McNamara, who was just a Disney director for fucking everything. Lizzie McGuire, even Stevens, That's So Raven, Shake It Up, Ant Farm, like from like when we were kids to like current Disney. He Dang. directs, so that's how Hillary Duff got Lizzie McGuire. Oh, he's like I worked with her when she was little. I know her; she's great. Um, it was written by uh, Jim Maggin, who wrote for Ducktales, Chippendale, The Goofy Movie, and the Casper animated show. It's a duck where like my the history, mm-hmm. rewrite history, Ducktales. Woo. <laughs> we had to guys we had to 
Um, so the original opened up at number one on Memorial Day weekend, which is fucking huge for an animated movie. Well, it wasn't really animated. It was... Um, I mean, for a kid's movie. For a kid's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It grossed $16 million its first three days. Get it. Like, fuck. Uh, the house, uh, Whipstaff Manor, was used for the Backstreet Boys music video, Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the second movie where Christina Ricci and Devin Siwa play love interests. They also played love interests in Now and Then. Oh, I love that movie so much. Oh, that's the one before that, right? Uh-huh. I yeah, love. when she's like the little girl. I love Now and Then. Oh. Now we have another movie to watch. I know. Um, a live action sequel was pitched with Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman, but they wouldn't be available. And then they're like, wait, we'll do animated. And then they both got too big and they were like, Hillary Duff. Um... So even the scenes where Devin Siwa is being hot, oh, hotty, hot, hot human Casper. Was he the, I'm sorry to cut you off. Was he the voice? Of I was Casper? just about to say, no, it's still Malachi Pearson. Okay. Um, so that's not Devin daddy, Siwa's. Oh, baby daddy. We were saying he, he was the first crush of many a 90s girl. Oh, yeah. Oof. He's so beautiful, She's guys. Oof. Just, yeah. just go watch the YouTube clip. And he pulls her in in that white flowing shirt with that sweet, sweet 90s hair. Can I keep you? <laughs> I can't. Uh. I told you I'm a good dancer. Uh. <laughs> you sound cute. Um, and Casper Meets Wendy is, I think, our second uh, sequel that has won an award. <laughs> for electronic visual effects. Well. And this was Hilary Duff's first movie ever. It shows. She's a baby. She's a little. Give her, give her some credit. She's a baby. She's a literal baby. She is a literal baby. She's so tiny. Uh, we were kind of talking about, like, Hillary Duff in the Disney Realm. machine. <laughs> like, she was one of the first, like, Disney. Like, she had an album and she got a movie. And, like, she was. I feel like she was the first. Like, everybody knew about her. She was on everything. And she, Disney was what started her, and, really. Yeah, Disney's what started her. Because Raven Simone had the Cosby show to kind of yeah. jumpstart her. But they were pushing Hillary's music career. It was like, I feel like Miley Cyrus was the next Hillary Duff, yet mm-hmm. since it was so many years later, money meant something way different than what money meant back, you know. Yeah, and I think Hillary Duff's singing career was very much like, oh, she's on a Disney show. Our kids will listen to her music. And Miley's was, my dad is Billy Ray fucking Cyrus. And I'm going to go on these tours and I'm going to like, make the a point of her show movie. Yeah, was, was to have her sing. Yeah. Like, because uh-huh. Lizzie never sang on the TV show. No, she didn't. The friend did, uh, Miranda. Yeah. Miranda sang more than Lizzie did. Lane well, was all up on that stage, but. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the Lizzie McGuire movie was a musical. We were like, oh, okay. Um, this is what dreams are made, made of. <laughs> oh my god, I saw this picture and it's like perfect costumes for identical twins and they dressed as Lizzie and Isabella. I'm oh, like, that is yes! amazing. How have I never yes! seen this? Oh, if we had more time, so that's what we'd be for Halloween. Uh, by the way, guys, if I stuck to my editing schedule, which hopefully I did, you guys are getting this episode on Halloween. You're welcome. We're going to go to Vegas in like three days. That's yes. never going to happen. Well, no, because uh, Halloween's still next Wednesday. Okay. Oh, true. So it's more than a week away. I have time. True. I'm trying to get it up for Halloween. I'm trying, guys. If you hear this, I tried. Um. So do we want to get into it? 
Yeah, I was gonna say, should we make some drinks first? But yeah, that's... yeah, we should. Um, this episode is brought to you by Malibu because <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. Uh, this is a sober, so you guys are in for a but treat. We just watched the movie, so to discuss it for the next hour and a half after just dealing with it for the last hour and a half, we're gonna need some uh, some assistance. So uh, ho- hold for adjustments, Rebecca. So Alex and I recently went to an Arctic Monkeys concert um, in Arctic Monkeys suits. They were very cute. Check out our uh, Instagrams. Alex's is... Alex in Wonderland. It's very cute. She's a little Arctic monkey. It's very cute. Um, And so we're going to just talk about Alex Turner throughout this review, and we're sorry, but we lived it. We can't go back. I'll try not to, but he's just been in my dreams oh i like like i'm up till like one just watching arctic monkeys videos on like instagram and youtube now yeah when i first discovered them i had to like treat them as if it was like a terrible ex-boyfriend and get rid of all knowledge (laughs) of them did you watch that fucking video where it's just the progression of him singing the breakdown from 505 yeah and just like at the top it's just like and by the end it's just like almost in tears it's like oh no so we're having some arctic monkeys breakdowns withdrawals yeah uh this fucking movie Mm. so it starts with literally i timed it a three minute opening sequence and it is just and it is jammiest 90s and it's everybody's names like obviously it's like uh, playing casper is blah playing wendy is blah the three aunts the three uncles the producer the casting the costumes the set scout what the who fuck by stage that one like what? it's like fucking in the 1940s when they used to front load all of the trailers at the beginning or all of the credits at the beginning it was so weird and it's just like swirling purple and then this random like stock footage ghost will fly by and be like ah! and then i'll be like swirling purple swirling purple <laughs> random broom drops it's not any of the ghosts from the movie it's so weird and it's three minutes long you think they were like under time because it was like a tv movie and they were like well we have like three extra minutes what can we do guys because the ending is real abrupt it's like it's over um but yeah so literally if i hadn't just watched a you know i know why they did it because the first five minutes of the movie you're like am i at the right movie yeah (laughs) because it opens up with like a baseball game and they're like bottom of the night base is loaded alan thick is the baseball commenter for commentator for no fucking reason there there's a tight zoom on the ball as it flies across the thing he smacks it it's out of the park it's It's a grand slam it's a home run everyone's so happy they won the game yay and then a ufo shows up because that's how it goes and a ufo and the ufo is just there for a good four or five minutes and everyone's just staring at it totally peacefully they're like wow it's a ufo someone's like i should get my camera out whoa that's so cool. That's so beautiful. And then and then the UFO dissolves into these like three ethereal bubbles. And then the bubbles turn into like a very stereotypical like gray alien. And they're like, hello, we. And then it pops into one of the ghosts. It's like, come in, rest in pieces. And like aliens, UFOs, everyone's fucking chill. Fucking ghosts, they scatter. They scatter and scream. I'm like, yeah, we're real fucking calm about a UFO and aliens. But now that it's oh, ghosts. Aliens? That's fine. Ghosts. Mm-mm, I don't deal with this shit. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and what about the creepy little... I don't know if this was supposed to be a throwback to, like, Poltergeist when the little girl looks into the... Like, literally just looks into the camera. 
They're back. Yeah, when everyone's super calm about the aliens, she just turns dead to camera and just goes, they're back. I'm like, what are you, t- what is this? Who, who is this? Um, so the baseball players are trying to swing at the ghosts with bats. I'm like, stop trying to attack ghosts with solid objects. It never works. Spit air at them. We all know that's it. It doesn't work. And then there's this weird thing which carried over from the first movie where the uncles like to eat, but like the food just goes right through them. Yeah. But I don't understand how there's like pieces of the food left. And like, yes, I just. I, and I, I mean. so like Fatso dumps the entire hot dog cart into his stomach and then like flies above the crowd and just drops <laughs> hot dogs on them. That's exactly the sound effect they used. Oh, they, they bought the big box of sound effects and they needed to use all of them by the end of the day. <laughs> Boing! Boom, boom! Every, every fucking sound effect. I just... Oh, that's where the six million dollars went. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and they're all running and screaming, screaming and running. The three uncle ghosts, which are Stretch, Stinky, and Fatso, I'm gonna just call them the uncles 99% of the time, um are being terrifying. They're like yelling boo and they're turning into ghosts and they're spraying people with ectoplasm. And then Casper shows up and he's like, hey guys, we're sorry. And everyone screams the loudest they've screamed the entire night and run away. And it's like, but I'm friendly. And he's so cute. And the other ones are like ugly. Scary looking. Yeah. And Mm. then they're like, well, scaring all those people was exhausting. Let's go on vacation to the Catskills. That's legitimately what happens. That's, it's a, uh, they're still at the baseball field. That just like ah, that was rough. That was rough. Let's go on vacation. What? You know what else was rough? This fucking movie. This fucking movie. And we are drinking. I am mm. having a basic bitch cocktail. It is a cranberry Lacroix and Malibu. It's sprinkled with Taylor Swift and fairy lights and a pumpkin spice latte. I was um, gonna say I'm drinking a pumpkin spice spice latte. I'm not. It's vodka and. Essentially water. Essentially water. There's a cranberry for color. (laughs) Uh, So then we cut to Desmond Spellman's house. Desmond Spellman Mm. is played by George Hamilton. Everyone's favorite little Cheeto. (laughs) Um, And he, like, has human appliances, but, like, uses magic to turn them on. I don't understand it. Um, So, like, a telemarketer calls him, and he, like, zaps the telemarketer through his answering machine. And then he's like, mirror, mirror on the wall. Not quite, but there is a talking mirror on the wall. And it's the Oracle. And it's Polly Shore. And it's Polly Shore wearing like a mecha, mecha, high, mecha, had a, had a hoe hat from <laughs> fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse. And if you didn't know, this movie is set like right in the 90s. Like they're just. Oh, it's so 90s. Yeah, they're just letting it. It's. um, And so he's like, well, magic mirror or Oracle, get me the stocks, the weather and the witch rankings, you know. The rankings of all the witches. And he's like, the sun is shining. The Tao is up. And you've been the number one witch for a thousand years. But now someone else might beat you, is beating you. It's not clear. And he's like, who could ever beat me? And he's like, zap, fax machine, prints out a photo of Wendy. See, our connection was terrible. So, like, I couldn't really see clear faces. And I swear to God, I thought it was, like, a child's rendering of what Wendy would look like. <laughs> I mean, a fax machine is about that machine, clear. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's what that is? And he's like, how the hell could a child be more powerful than me? And, okay, I'm going to read you the rhyme that the oracle says. Um, 
basically she'll be more powerful because she'll be friends with ghosts and ghosts and witches never get along so if they ever made friends they'd be so very powerful um and he's like well how do i kill a witch like that and they're like the mystic abyss because anything you put in it it'll kill it so uh there's no adios to compare with this behold the dreaded mystic mystic abyss human or witch or creature not mortal all will be lost when they step through this portal and everything the oracle says is in rhymes like that that's the only one i will subject you to you're welcome uh so desmond makes a little quickie potion in like a food blender and like a bullet like every 90s food gadget like he puts it through a slap chop and then he puts it in a magic bullet and then he puts it in a food processor and then he puts it in like a steamer and then he goes outside and it gets hit by lightning and these two goons pop out Jules and Vincent I only know the one is named Vincent because of Wikipedia because they only ever named Jules and only once and he's like here's a picture of Wendy go get her and they pull like giant cartoon guns out of their suits all like men in black and they're like we got it boss and then they put them back in their suits and they like disappear so now we cut to, like, this decrepit old mansion. It's not the mansion from the first movie. Oh, I was going to say, is it, like, the mansion from the first movie? No. It looks like it, but, like, old, like... It's not. And Casper would be living there, not the witches. Oh, that's true. Um, the witch is supposed to be, like, a witch's lair. So there's, like, the pinkest, girliest, most adorable room you've ever seen in your whole life. And an alarm clock is going out. And you see, like, a little ham with a wand pop out. And she magics her alarm clock off. And little tiny baby Hillary Duff pops out with her little piggy tails. And she's like, mornings would be much better if they came in the afternoon. But her voice is like, mornings would be much better. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I, I will, can't even do it. I does. will drop a clip in here. Please talk to the hand because the witches ain't listening. Wendy Pooh, wake up and smell the potion. I mean, we're witches for goodness sake. We don't explain. We get even. You mean like this? Smarty bloomers, eh? Thanks you love me all the more, huh? She got a high ass voice, y'all. It's so and like literally, I'm like, is my like, is my version like warped weird? No, her voice is just that high. It's adorable, and then it gets irritating. Um, (laughs) that's her laugh. And so she's, we'll get to her laugh. And so she's running through her room because she's trying to find something and she finds a little cute wrapped present and she's getting ready to run out of her room. She's like, wait, my jammies. And she zaps herself and her little outfit. And her little outfit, which is jammies. Her little outfit. It's jammies. It's a onesie. She wasn't even in a onesie before. Now she puts on booty pajamas with a red hood. like looking. It's like a hat with a hood over it. And is like, it a hat with a hood over it? But like the, the, the hood is pointy. Yeah. Um, but like it covers her feet. It's like bright red. It's and that's that's her hot look right there. That's the little red Wendy outfit, which they were mm. trying to interpret from the cartoons. Which like you can't you can't do a one to one. It doesn't work. And she's like, the paper boy is here, ah! and she goes, man. Uh, and she goes running down, and the ants are brewing some kind of potion, and it's like. They're very much just trying to be the Sanderson sisters. Oh, yeah. There's a brunette, a blonde, a redhead. The blonde one goes, what did I do to deserve sisters like this? And then the one's like, the original Spice Girls. Yeah, because they're spicing up their potion. Um, And she's like, you invented, you know, morning breath and foot fungus and mildew. You're the worst of the worst. They're they're trying to be the Sanderson sisters, and it's not working. I still can't believe it. And their names are unimportant. Um... (laughs) 
Their names are Gert, Gabby, and Fanny. And I will never refer to them as anything besides their hair colors. So I'm sorry. More, more generally, just the ants. Yeah. Uh, Gert is uh, the one played by Catherine Moriarty. She's the blonde. She's the leader. She's the big kahuna. And Wendy runs into the like their front yard because there's a paper boy there. And she's like, I got you this present. Is it his birthday? Does she, we don't know. And the ants load up this giant slime yep. energy ball mm-hmm. and a slingshot. And they fire it at the paper boy. And that makes all of his papers attack him. It was a potion that was a slime ball that it, yeah. And Wendy's like, stop it, you guys. Leave him alone. And then she waves her little one and the papers all go attack the ants. And then the paper boy's like, you're a weirdo and rides away. You're all weirdos. And she's like, I just want a friend. She's going to say this a couple hundred more times. She just wants a friend. Isn't that what we all just want? Yeah. Uh, and there's just, not even puns, but just the laziest, like, wake up and smell the potion, Wendy. Like, yeah. um, we're witches. You can never have friends. Uh, so then Vincent and Jules show up, and they're like, who the hell are you? And they're like, we're here for Wendy. It's like, uh, you can screw off then. They're like, we're here from Desmond. And they're like, <gasps> Desmond? And they all freak the fuck out. Um, they're firing the guns. Wendy turns their guns into water guns. Uh, they're wrestling for her wand. She does a completely unnecessary back handspring, which is clearly a stunt double. (laughs) Doesn't she do it again at some point? Yeah, she just does two, like, back handsprings for no effing reason. She locks them in a cage. All the witches get on a broom and they fly away. And she's like, who's Desmond? What's happening? And they're like, Desmond's big trouble. And if he's looking for you, we gotta get out of here. We need to go on a quick vacation. Cut to... The three uncles arrive at Sunny Bright Resort. Uh, Casper is carrying all of their luggage. I don't understand why ghosts need luggage because they don't wear clothes or eat food or need toiletries. I don't understand. And they have quite a bit of luggage. Too. Yeah, like Casper's loaded up like a little burrow. Maybe it's their uh, mementos from the people they've killed. Torch. Trophies. Um. And so there's, like, a happy little, like, honeymoon couple in their cabin, and they're like, They're about to fuck. (laughs) This is the best vacation ever. Nothing but best for the Wendelsons. Ha, ha, ha. And then the ghosts fly in, and they're like, no, this is our cabin. And consistently, once the ghosts show up, whoever they're scaring turns into Buster goddamn Keaton. Because people just (laughs) fucking dive head first out of second story windows land and keep running like they look at someone and that person is just fucking like i'm a stuntman like normal people old people children just fucking bound away go 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 um and casper's like guys why can't you be more friendly casper it's been a couple centuries i don't think you saying why can't you be more friendly is what's gonna change them and they're like we hate fleshies and the only good fleshy is a scared fleshy and the fleshy only- is like the grossest term that could makes me think of a flashlight. And then it makes me think of like when they when like I was called a breeder in West Hollywood by the the lovely <laughs> occupant. <laughs> and I was like, wow, fleshy just sounds like breeder. Just. Yeah. And they're like, the only thing worse than a fleshy is a witch, which is a fleshy with magic. Uh, and he's like, what's so bad about witches? And he's like, they're magic. 
And he's like, okay, I'll go get the luggage. And they're he, like, magic fleshies and they're bad. He steps through the door and just sticks his head back through the door and yells, witches! And they all go, wah! And he's like, ha ha ha, I said the word witches. Anyway, a witches and ghosts don't get along, guys. Um, in case you were wondering. So then we meet the social director, Larry Tolby. No who, way. They say this fool's name. Who you think is going to be very important because they <laughs> focus on him for a while. He gets a first and last name. His name is Larry Toby. And he's got sunglasses <laughs> and a sun hat. And he's like, are you ready for the activity? We're going to have the Macarena. And then it's water polo. And then, no, no, no. You know, like the activities director on a cruise ship. Except they're at a resort. Um, and so the ants are walking through and all their witchy outfits and this old lady is like aren't you guys too old to trick or treat and they go to zap her but then wendy's like guys we're in hiding and also like don't magic people in public stupid even if you're not in hiding and they go to the front desk and they're like we want a cabin and they're like that lady just took the last one and the lady is like shaking the key like ha 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 (laughs) she sticks it in her mouth and they're like and they turn her into a goat and then the goat walks up to the front desk and goes, I've changed my mind. And, and the guy doesn't even flinch. Like, And the bell boy's just like, ew, <laughs> this key was in a goat's mouth. That's gross. That's all I have to say on the situation. <laughs> She's like wearing the old lady glasses. She's got the scarf, the hat. It's she a talking talks. goat. <laughs> and he's just like, ew, the key's covered in spit. And they're like, we'll take that cabin. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> what the fuck? Um... And so they're loading into their room. Oh, they, they change into more suitable clothing. The ants are in, like, resort wear. It's hideous. I don't understand because, no, it seems like they change into costumes. Yeah. They basically change into, like, caftans with tiny witch hats. As opposed to their, right? like, corset dress, like, cartoon. I'm like, how is going anywhere incognito in your witch hat with your witch broom in your witch frock? <laughs> and they're, like, walking through the lobby with their brooms fully it's out. It's not Halloween. It's not it's Halloween summer. time. It's fully summer. Um, um, and so Wendy changes into, like, these cute little red and white overalls, which are very cute. The iconic red and white overalls with the mm. red hat and the red shoes. As my roommate called it, a Jamiroquai hat. <laughs> um, I was like... A what? <laughs> and Hottie McHotterson from next door is like, I'm Josh. You've probably heard of me. He's maybe 11. Um, and We've he's, heard of you, Josh. <laughs> he is a Power Ranger. Um, and he's hitting on Wendy. And the ants, like, make him fall down. And they're, he's like, I don't like you. I was embarrassed in front of you. And she's like, ants, why can't I just have a friend? And they're like, because no. I, I don't understand is Wendy's mother disgusted at all? Because no. these are just the ants. Uh, her family's not disgusted at all. And they do not love her. And they make that clear. We are stuck with you. Um, we're stuck with you and you're a little brat and we hate you. And me, 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 me. Um, so then we cut back to Desmond. Okay, this is going to happen about a half dozen more times. Where Desmond will literally pop up for a 30 second scene. Or a 10-second scene where he doesn't say anything. He just looks at a map and looks angry. I said his character was totally unnecessary. It could have just been ghosts versus witches. And- yeah, but they needed to have a common enemy at the end so they could, like, bond together. Um, but no, it was he was completely unneeded. Um, and so Jules and Vincent are like, oh, the witch gave us the slip and they ran away. And he's like, well, we'll use this. And he unveils, like, this giant wall of tracking computers. 
Um, Which, you know, you have in 1998. If you're a witch, I guess. Um, And so then we cut back to the hotel of the lobby. The lobby of the hotel. (laughs) I have been drinking. But, Um, like, a sip, so that doesn't even count. Yeah. Um, And there's, like, a chef setting out all the food, and, like, the ghost pop through the table and they're like mm, the food tastes great and he like dives two feet up the <laughs> stairs into a balcony and like back handsprings away in fear um so the ants are using magic to unpack they're using magic to make the bed just like every little thing and wendy just has a laptop and she's like i'm gonna google stuff about desmond is there a witch web is there an internet we don't know about what the fuck um and gert's like here's my website and she makes a giant spider web and then they're like let's decorate the cabin to be more our style and they basically just turn the inside to like the inside of their manor like it's all dark wood and shit like i don't know and uh the magic tracker goes off at desmond and he's like aha we're narrowing down the coordinates okay they're in this country and they're in this state and it's narrowing down further and further and then gert's like wait desmond can track our magic I don't know how she knows this. I don't know how she just, they didn't get alerted. There was nothing. It was like, oh shit. Like how I, like she was watching the movie. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Oh guys, I just read the script. Page 12. It says he can track us. Oh nuts. You you gotta stop. Uh, but then one, I think one of the other ants is like, but I can't tie my shoes without magic. I can't brush my teeth without magic. I can't read without magic. And they're like, don't worry. We can still do little spells. Just not the big ones. And the difference between big and little spells seems to be wand or no wand. That's the line. Yeah, because, yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but yes. Yeah. Yes. Because they do pretty much any Anything. magic they want, but if Wendy touches her wand, it's like, wait, wait, we got you. Like, um. Yeah, that's true. So. I feel like we could write a 30-page thesis on this movie, and it <laughs> just wouldn't do it justice. No. Um. So they're like, we're going to go to the pool. Wendy, you stay inside. And she's like, I'm in the witch's protecting program. Hardy. Har, har. Oh, witness protection. I get it. And she, like, looks sadly through the windows of, like, all the kids playing. And it's like, I want to be where the people are. Like, Why doesn't anybody like me? Where are my friends? She's, she's so sad. So very, very sad. She just wants someone to play with. Who doesn't? me leave me alone uh so the ghosts are tanning (laughs) uh fatso gets a sunburn because exoplasm it's okay (sighs) we can bleach you later i don't i fundamentally (laughs) don't understand and casper's like here i brought back the food and they're like oh can you get us some napkins and he like turns around for a second and they eat all the food he's like you always do this to me i'm like you can't actually eat and I felt like it was just stealing a scene from the first one. Like, do you remember that one time when they ate the food and it was funny? And Casper was like, but guys, we're already dead. Why do I need food? That wasn't mentioned because they're not logical ghosts. No. And like almost in tandem in like back to back, like screenshot things. Wendy and Casper like, it's not fair. I'm like, I wonder if these two are going to meet up. <laughs> oh, wait, the name of the fucking movie is Casper Meets Wendy. They made us wait till the 30 minute mark for these fuckers I to lay mean, eyes at on each least other. 35. So the ants are out tanning by the pool and 
Wendy follows Josh, the douchey boy, into the arcade. And she's like, hi. And he's like, do you have a quarter? She's like, <laughs> no. And he just shoves another little girl off her machine and starts playing it. Little quarter prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Spange. Spange. <laughs> oh, it's, this is probably horribly insensitive, but it's a running joke we've had since seventh grade. So Alex and I went to school in downtown Santa Ana. And there's a very large homeless uh, population down there and like basically there was like a line that was like this is the school and like three feet to the left on the sidewalk was not the school so if the homeless people came on campus the security would like freak out and kick them off so they would learn to sit right on the edge because we were a bunch of bunch of rich OC kids with like more food and money than we knew what to do with not us but other kids at our school yeah I was gonna say not us we were the broke kids we were the broke scraps. <laughs> So they would, like, try to guilt the rich kids into giving them food. And there was this one guy, and he didn't even have the energy to say spare change. he just look at you and go, spange. Spange. <laughs> spange. So they've always been referred to as spangers. spangers. Those spare changers. It's it's spanger danger. Uh, use that in your everyday life. It'll it'll help you out. Take spange. Um, spange. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, we already said it's insensitive. It's so insensitive. But we, we apologize. 13-year-olds who are freaked out by a grown man who would yell at us for money. Spange. Fair. <laughs> so spange has just been our shorthand. Um, and we can't say it without dying there's a couple phrases and that is one of them spange your toes <laughs> we have many many spanish stories so wendy's like you're a jerk and he's like eh. like, I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, there's no dialogue in this movie people just make faces at each other um, Yeah, no. so wendy's like oh i really want to talk to somebody and he's like get out of here and his friend's like yeah get out of here we're trying to get a hot score on <laughs> I know, like you almost said. And then you're like, wait, they're 11. This is a child's movie. They didn't say that shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're so awful together. Just say it. Say what you were going to say and I'll cut it. Now I don't even remember. <laughs> Send in your thoughts. What was she gonna say? <laughs> what horrible thing was Alex gonna say about a child? About an eleven-year-old child. So Wendy like shorts out the arcade game, and she's like, "You're a big jerk, and I want friends." Um, so she goes wandering into a barn, and she's like, "I just want someone to talk to." And then Casper, like sitting in the rafters, simultaneously is like, "Me too." Join the club, and. She screams at a ghost. He screams for a witch. They hide across the barn from each other, and they're, like, peeking through their little hidey holes. Ghost. Witch. Witch. Very Scooby-Doo. And so she's in her cute little red overalls, and when she sees that he's a ghost, she changes into her red onesie, and he's like, you're a witch. A, because she has her wand out. Don't know why she needed to change into the onesie. Because she had to. I don't know. Like, we spent a lot of time on that onesie. We would appreciate if it gets a little more screen time. Yeah. I pretty much think that was the thought. Um, and then they're like hiding and he's like, oh my gosh. And she's like, what? He's like, I didn't know witches could be so cute. And I'm like, it's Casper. Oh yeah. Casper's got some. Smooth bastard. Yeah, no, Casper was a little, uh, 
rapey in that scene, I thought. Uh, Christina Ricci taught him some things. I know. I was like, oh, duh. It's okay. supposed to be the same cast. There's a real weird, like, line in the original Casper, which I'm like, what the fuck? Where Christina Ricci gets asked up by the hot guy to, like, the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, I think it's time to give you the talk. And she's like, it's a little late for that. And the dad just looks at her and she goes, not that late. Just kind of late. I'm like, wait. Whoa. Is that a blowjob joke in a child's movie? I think it was just like, I've dealt with boys. Dad, I, I don't spit. It's just. <laughs> it's like, I've dealt with boys, but I haven't fucked one yet because she's 12. Damn. Um, I like the line where he's all, mm, but I see you. That's literally how he says it to Wendy, too. Yeah. And she's like, my aunt's always told me, don't trust anything you can't see. He's like, you can see me. I'm like, I can, mm, I can see you. I was like, damn. Uh, but, and he's like, she's like, do you have any witchy powers? And he's like, yeah. And he, he just is a witch. He like, he is a ghost rather. He like zooms around and flies, which he's already doing. And she's like, let me show you. <gasps> I can't do big magic. Is it okay if I do little magic? And Casper's like, Yes. And then I totally remembered this from my childhood. And then she makes a little Santa cutout dance. This is not a Christmas movie. It's not Christmas time. Why was there a Santa cutout? Because you keep your Santas in the barn. That is just that is just how I how I live my life. I just yeah. And he does hip hop dancing for those cool kids. Just burp, 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 burp. It, I remembered it from And Hillary Duff's laugh. Oh, God, yeah. Is, I can't do it justice. I'm going to drop in a clip here. I feel like legitimately she had to sit in a room and they're like, again. 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 Because like, again. Ah, ah, ah. Sometimes it's like a legitimate laugh. Like, okay, okay, she tried. And there's like, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha. But like a high-pitched voice, not in my whole low ass. Your eyes like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like fucking Shaquille O'Neal in that this is you. This is you. <laughs> I mean, I think she's just a kid who is genuinely laughing sometimes and then can't, <laughs> like, can't fake it in others. So bad. Like, I never heard someone. It's just so bad in yeah. a movie. So then they have their, like, adorable friendship montage and it's this song about like on a holiday we're on holiday like they couldn't afford the rights to holiday so they bought like the public domain version so they go roller skating they play croquet they're listening to music wendy tickles his uncles with magic i don't know Mm. um they're doing archery and she makes her magic get a bullseye uh casper cannonballs and splashes her aunts she flies on her broom and she's like surfing because it's the 90s. Um, and in my head, I'm like, how literally do you do that? Wrote here, okay, Wendy's laugh was adorable. Now it's just annoying. <laughs> this is the exact moment I was like, you need to stop. Yeah, the whole montage. It was like, no, you're you're happy. You're you're happy, girl. No, you're still happy. I'm like, I don't think she's very happy. And then uh, Wendy's like, this is the best day of my life. And Casper's like, me too. Except the life part. Oh, that's right. He's a dead child. Um, oh. Uh, so they're like, even though we're supposed to hate each other, you're like the best friend I've ever had. I'm so sad I don't have to see you again. Um, 
and he she's like well there's no way our aunts and our uncles will get along unless we turn the ghosts into humans or we turn our witches into ghosts and he she's like i think i have an idea i'm like is wendy about to kill our aunts because that's where i thought it was gonna go for a second because <laughs> uh, i didn't think turning ghosts into humans was an option i like how yeah they're we're gonna turn the ghosts into people and we're gonna turn the witches into ghosts. I was like, wait, time out. How does that work? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, I know exactly how to do it. But they didn't do that at all. No, this movie does not get as hella dark as you think it's going to. So then we come back to the ants. They're still out by the pool. Larry, we're focusing on again, is trying to get everyone to limbo and they like make the limbo stick choke him out. Uh, they're like, Cabana boy, we need drinks. We need food. We need towels. We need a pedicure. Bah, 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 bah. And like, they're acting like he's this super hot Cabana boy, and he's just not. Sorry. Gross. Nope. I don't, I don't apologize for that at he's all. He's just this little nerd. He's like not trying to be cute. Um, then we cut back to a 10 second shot of Jules and Vincent watching the tracker, and they're like, still nothing. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> Uh, so Wendy finds her aunts by the pool. She's got, like, a trench coat on and, like, a hat and sunglasses. Um, and she's like, hey, aunts, I know you guys are looking for some hotty hot hunks, and there's a dance tonight. And they're like, all right, we're gonna go to the dance, but go back to hiding. Go away. And Josh bops up to her, and he's like, hey, doll face, you want to go to the dance? And she's like, no, dog face, and you're not nice, and I don't want to go to the dance with and you. And then he is like, no. Nah. You're going to the He, like, grips her. And she's like, I, I was like, me too, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Wendy's like, I already met someone. He's bald and he's white. <laughs> and he's, he's bald and he's white and he's going to murder you. <laughs> and then she grabs a ketchup. She magically makes a ketchup bottle, squirt him all over, and then shoves him. And he falls onto a grown woman. She is an adult. And a grown man goes... <laughs> Get off my woman, you little twerp! And picks up a child and, and throws him. him. I'm like, okay, I mean, he's an asshole, but he is also a child, bro. Like, chuh. He wasn't like, mm, I want this old ass lady. Like, no, he, he fell. He fell on her, and like, he his back is against her stomach. It's not like he like fell like hands on her titties. Like, and he she just throws him in the pool, and he's like, no one makes a fool of Josh Jensen or whatever the fuck his <laughs> name is. Um. The Blue Power Ranger. And she's like, you need to get updated on the 90s dating rituals. In case we didn't know, it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, there seems to be a lot of rape. Or, like, in 90s movies, I notice that, like, girls are always getting unwanted, like, men being like, no, you're mine. And I'm like, was that just a thing in the 90s that yes. we never noticed? But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we didn't or notice like, it. Or, like, in Back to the Future, when the mom, and I know it's a little before the 90s, but when she gets, like, almost raped in the car, and it's never, like... And it's like, oh, what made you fall in love with my dad? Well, I was about to be brutally raped, and he stopped it, so it, I married him. And it's, like, things we never address, and I'm like, well, duh, our culture is Whoa. fucked up. Sorry, go Whoa. off. I mean, like, that's, okay, Working Girl is, like, the cutest movie, with, yeah. like, fucking, you know, Harrison Work Ford. Hard. Uh, or die trying. Girl. But, like, literally, she gets, like, blackout drunk on tequila shots. I've never seen it. Don't tell me. And I know, don't hate me for never seeing it. Well, I, I won't ruin it for you. But basically, she gets, like, she's trying to make Harrison Ford think she's, like, a fancy business person. And he can, like, immediately tell she's not. So he's like, oh, everyone in business does tequila shots. And she knocks back, like, eight. And, like, he's, he's like, throwing them over his shoulder. Like, ha, ha, ha. She's getting super drunk. Ooh, but how hot was he in that And movie, then he's like, uh, 
I feel bad. I got her blackout drunk and like takes her home and undresses her. No. And like just like I wanted to make sure you were okay. And it's like supposed to be adorable. And I'm like rape. Me too, motherfucker. Whoa. Yeah, there's so many movies that I've rewatched. And I'm like, oh, that is unsettling. And to be fair, he doesn't do anything, but he's very much like obviously trying to get her blackout drunk and then like has a change of heart. It's yeah, it's weird. Unsettling. Um. So then we cut back to Desmond, and this is the only thing that I thought was a little bit cute because mm-hmm. he's like on the phone and he's calling out like famous TV witches. He's like Samantha, anything on your end from like Bewitched yeah. or like Genie, anything from like he's calling not. Which is but like famous genie ma- was a genie no, i know i get it I but get he's like calling out little fa- and he like crosses out like the city there from on the map it's a little bit cute um and he's like hey magic mirror you know literally fucking everything where's wendy and he's like that i don't know but i can tell you that wendy has met a ghost named casper how are you gonna tell me that and be like I don't know. I think the Oracle is, just doesn't fucking like Desmond. I just don't think he cares. Polly Shore don't give a fuck. Polly Shore don't give a fuck. He's just like a honey badger. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what that reminded me. I almost spit take the biggest mouthful of drink into my microphone. <laughs> Remember Darren? Pons? Uh-huh. Yeah. So he had this, like, yellowy gold car that would just break down or, like, speed up when you weren't touching the gas or, like, just die. And he named his car the Honey Badger because Honey Badger don't give a fuck. <laughs> that car did whatever the fuck it felt like. Honey Badger don't care. Did I, you name your cars? I, what? Do you name your cars? I do. My, my cars have been Golightly and Morgana. Those are my only two. Um... Mine's called Little Bitch, is what I refer to her. My mom's like, you need to be nicer. I'm like, but she knows she's a little bitch. (laughs) That's a term of endearment, but also an insult. Uh, So the maid is cleaning up the uncle's cabins, and she's like throwing sheets off the bed onto the floor, and then the sheets turn into the ghost, and they're like, next time, try the laundry, so no, no starch. My back was killing me. Like, what? I don't even understand that. Is that like an <laughs> old reference that we're just like... Like, you start sheets no, to make them shit, stiff. I get... Oh, I, so they made them... St- okay, I get like, it. Like, oh, you turn ghosts into sheets because you starch them. Okay, I thought it was a dick joke. It probably was. Um, Honey, next time you use less starch, you had so, to be so stiff. Sorry, cut that out if you need to. Casper, <laughs> who's already always been like the friendliest, most adorable, like every everything, is like, mm. hey guys, I want to learn how to prank mortals. And they're like, fucking finally. And he's like, don't you hold the world record for like best possession? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, because I just read the the world record or, or, or the ghoulest book of world's records. And someone beat your record. And they're oh, like. Oh, say what? Oh, no. And he's like, but there's mm. a dance tonight. And he's like, oh, yes. We will possess humans at a dance. And can, I, I didn't mention this, but the the flyer. Did you notice the flyer? Bright red. It literally just said dance, dance. tonight spelt incorrectly. And that was the. It just said, yeah. Spelt incorrectly and then i was like oh that's cute they made up a dance but then everybody else knew of the dance yeah i felt like casper and wendy like made up a dance yeah but no it's like a legit event put on by the resort and then the resort apparently doesn't 
they're just illiterate or they didn't have spell check back then and it was just dance tonight because you put out your shit the day that it's supposed to come out i don't know i'm sorry i'm just looking so then we cut and it's like a convertible rolls up and it's three guys and they look like they were dressed for a costume party like one is literally in john travolta's like black and white like saturday night Mm -hmm. fever outfit one is in like a gold lame shirt. I was just gonna say a ridiculous gold lame. One is I think legit in John Travolta's outfit from Greece, like the black with the pink. And there's a skinny Saturday one. Saturday Night Fever. No, because there's a Saturday Night Fever one, a Grease one. Oh yeah. And a gold lame one. And so there's like a skinny guy, a tall guy, and a fat guy. And I it's wonder like, which is which. And the uncles show up, and the tall one possesses the tall one, and the fat one tries to go in the short one, and he's like. Man, I always get stuck with the fat guy because he won't fit. <laughs> and he goes into the fat guy. And it's very weird because the actors are talking before they're possessed and they clearly have their own voices. But once the uncles are inside them, it's the voice actors who have been doing the voices. But I swear to God, the actors they got look just like what you think the voices would sound like. Where to the point where I was like, oh, that's that's them, right? And she's like, nope. I was like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. And so they're like, mm, let's hit this dance. And they're just... So this dance... First of all, no one else inside is like in costumes. Except the witches. Because they're in like weird fucking... Like 50s pastel giant poofy dresses? Yeah. I don't know. But I don't... And these three guys do not belong to the resort. They're like, mm, resort babes are always the most desperate. So like... What? And like there are... <laughs> There are, so like old chicks with hotel rooms like, I don't understand <laughs> there are kids at this party there are adults at this party there's a band there's a caterer like I can't tell what this dance is supposed to be so the uncles show up and the aunts are dancing all spastic mm-hmm. and Wendy and Casper are like hiding behind the shrimp cart and she's like you better go invisible and he's like okay you should always be invisible Casper. you're a goddamn ghost how are you not always <laughs> you invisible? should always be invisible always forever and so they're group the ghosts are like groping people they're like eating all the food one literally goes fucking blair witch like projectile vomits a gallon of green shit onto this lady and she goes disgusting i'm like <laughs> oh you and me just vomited a <laughs> gallon of shit of you. Green sludge. And you're like, disgusting. And you're like, what the fuck, a demon? Are you the Blair Witch Project? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you're dying. And Fatso walks up to Ben Stein and he's like, nah, this is great food. I hope they don't run out. And Are Ben Stein's like, 100% sure that it's Ben Stein. I am 1000% I told you sure. that I didn't have the connection so I couldn't see anyone's faces. Yes, it was I ben watched Stein. this whole movie faceless. It was a bad connection, and also she has no glasses. It was a bad mix. Just, she didn't miss much. No. Um, and so then, and you completely wouldn't, like, and I mean, maybe in the 90s he was more of a face, but it's this action star named Casper Van Dyne, or Dean. Has he ever done anything? Was he actually an action yeah, star? Yeah, he like, did Star Troopers. Starship Troopers. What the fuck is Starship Troopers? That movie with, like, Denise Richards, where they're, like, space cadets and they killed giant alien bugs because like literally the ants like ooh want to come back to our room ooh and he's like uh no i gotta go uh kill some bugs and it's a joke because his name is casper oh i get it i get it i mean i remember seeing him be like that is he's a very hot guy but the bugs line is so confusing if you don't know and i had to google i'm like who the why did he say bugs it was like a weird 
inside joke. Yeah. And I mean, again, maybe at that point in the 90s, he was... True. Somebody. Yeah. Um, But I'm pretty good with names, and that doesn't ring a bell. No. And then Wendy and Casper are like, phase two. I'm like, what the fuck was phase one? Get them to come to the dance, I guess. Um, Yeah. Come up with an idea. Come on. Think about shit. Phase complete. No, do shit. So, Stinky is very worried because he smells too good, so he literally, like, climbs out of a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the band's, like, playing this, like, upbeat, like, jazzy number, and Wendy, like, magics their sheet music. Because you know musicians, if the sheet music turns on the page, they instantly have to start playing a different song. What was the weird fucking song that they changed it to? It was... God, I wish I had it right now, because it was, like, a stock song, like, you know? Yeah. Like, was- a song they playing commercial, like, a song yeah. we all know... It's just like romance and But it was la, like la, la, legitimately like, like the weirdest song you could have possibly. Yeah. And she like angles a spotlight at the ants and they all like align in a row and like reach towards the crowd in general. And the three ghost uncles like turn around and like, oh, they're the ones. What? And I legitimately had to look over to Chelsea and be like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> Oh, they just saw the ants. I was like, oh, because well, they're the most beautiful we're women. We're three men and they're three women. And Ben Stein, like, comes up behind one of the ants and he's like, want an ants? And she's like, I'm talking to someone else. She's <laughs> fully not. He's across the room. Am I talking to someone? <laughs> um, so they all Ooh. pair off. The bossy one goes with the bossy one. The fat one goes with the fat one. The stinky one goes with the stinky one. This one is just right. And he's like, oh my god, you smell like rotten garlic and spoiled bath milk. Are you the one? And she's like, oh my god, you say the nicest things. Like, I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's like all the like gross stuff and they think it's cute because they're ghosts and witches. Because <laughs> they're ghosts and witches. But I feel like they gave witches a bad name because I don't think witches would be gross. I think they would just be like sexy ass, hot, like coven bitches. That's the witches we would want to be. Um, so want to be Casper and Wendy are like mission accomplished and they run outside and Josh sees Wendy and he's like I'm gonna see who she ditched me for and Casper's like do you want to dance with me and she's like right here and he's like uh no over there (laughs) and he like points to a gazebo that's like five feet away and Wendy's like sure let me change and she magicked herself into the most 90s outfit She's got, it's like a bright red dress, like spaghetti straps, body glitter. She's got like a little like baby spice, little baby pigtail twisty white things. White crop top underneath, red shoes, red, white, it, it, sucky, uh, so good. And he like picks her up and flies her over. Again, it's like five feet away, guys. And she's dancing with him, but he's fully invisible. And he's like, sorry, I'm not a very good dancer. Fucking lies, Casper, literally your most iconic line in the first movie is, I told you I was a good dancer. Wait, Can I keep time you? Out. Time See, that's why, and I know there, but is it supposed to be the, the same, same one? Casper? It is. Because there's other movies that don't fall into the canon, and there's a one called, like, Casper, A Spirited Beginning, which people, like, they think it's a prequel to the B- Bill Pullman one, but it's not. These two are supposed to exist within the same universe and the same timeline. And I'm sorry if my mic has been fucked up. I'm very fidgety. And You're good. You can probably hear it in my movie. But literally, his most iconic line is, I told you I was a good dancer. Can I keep you? Fucking lies! And I literally <laughs> underlined all caps, lies! Lies! 
And Josh sees her just to his appearance dancing by himself by he's herself. Like, mm, he's not attractive at all. No, she's like he'd rather dance by herself than with me. I'm like, you think she's a weirdo, bro? Why are you so hung up on her? Um, it's because everybody wants what they can't have. Story of my life. So the aunts and uncles are being all gross and flirty with each other, mm-hmm. and then like the humans they're inhabiting start fighting back. And you see, like, the little, like, wit, like, the ghost parts of them, like, start popping out of the humans. Yep. And they're like, uh, it's allergies. Uh, it's the dance beat. Uh, I just don't feel good. It's the dance beat. And then they all, like, run outside and the witches follow them and then the ghosts full pop out of the bodies. The three humans are like, I was fully just possessed for several hours. The fuck? And run off. Mm-hmm. And the, the ants are like, ooh! And they turn themselves back into their witch outfits. Why? We don't know. Because they paid for those costumes. And they're like, ew, ghosts. And they're like, ew, witches. And the ants start. And inside, when the uncles are changing back into ghosts, the ants get knocked over and are firing spells. Everything's falling over in the tent. The band is over. The food falls down. The whole party inside is wrecked. Um, and so they're like, ew, you're a ghost. Ew, you're a witch. And Casper and Wendy's like, no, I thought they say that we, like, I thought they're like, oh, isn't this love? Like, am I tripping? They or do. was that right before? Oh, she's like, these ones might be marriage material. Yeah. Like, fully. Uh, but once it's revealed, that's all out the window. And Wendy and Casper are like, we just wanted you to get along. They're like, you conspired with a fleshy? It's like, you conspired with this bag of wind? Yeah. You conspired with a flashlight, <laughs> Casper. The flashlight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, um, such a friendly ghost. <laughs> oh, someone needs to do a story about getting ghosted by a guy named Casper on Tinder. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my God! Like as your Tinder done. Uh, I'll do it. Um, Tinder's just too hard. And so the witches are like, we're going to turn you into a beanbag. And the ghosts are like, and the witches are like, we can't do that. It's like, I know, I was bluffing because we can't do bad magic. Big magic. Uh, so Desmond, Jules, and Vincent are still looking. I wonder where they are. It literally is just like, oh man, I really like pancakes. They're talking about breakfast food for some reason. Several of the times. But they wrap, they, they bring it full circle. They do. Uh, they do. They, they do. do. So. Motherfucker, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I'm just like, you know me, I can't sit still. So, I know. like, sitting still is my. So, Casper is grounded, Wendy is grounded. Wendy pops right out the window with her fucking laptop and she goes into the wrecked party. And Larry, the social coordinator, is like, ooh, ooh, little lady, the party's over. She's like, I know. At that point, I was pretty sure Larry was going to be the murderer. Continued to He was just going to come there. in, start hacking people. I'm like, they've made Larry so important up until this point. And Casper shows up, again, visible. And Larry's like, whoa, whoa. And Wendy, like, throws a fur coat over him. He's like, he's my dog. Ruff, ruff. Like, my dog. What the fuck? Um, and she's like, I googled Desmond. Here's his witch page. They had just heard of the internet in the 90s it was a dark time um and she's like this is the mystic abyss it's the only way to destroy me besides dropping a house on me uh-huh what did she say that because <laughs> <laughs> i wish she would have just said that and she's like 
just keep your uncles away from my aunts because we can't fight because we can't use magic but don't tell anyone don't talk about the magic don't tell my uncle and like uncles. why would you tell him in the first place you don't know this guy like and like it's not important you can just be like he's too powerful we can't use our magic yeah so the uncles are like well we'd attack but those witches would get us and casper's like no we have to go talk to the music like, are you crazy they'd blow us away and literally 10 seconds later, he's like, but they don't have any powers oops did i do that like casper yes, i realize you died when you're a child but like you've been alive for a century like grow the fuck up Ooh, now we know how casper died <laughs> he had a big ass mouth and someone just stabbed that fool <laughs> Actually, he went out sledding in the snow and his father told him to come in before it got too cold. He didn't listen, got pneumonia, and died. Is that really Casper's backstory? In the first one, in the comics, he was a ghost baby born to ghost parents. Like, he was born a ghost. Well, I mean, in the comics, that was what you said, the 50s? Yeah. So, I mean, talking about a dead child wasn't something that was done. We just didn't talk about our emotions back then. But in the Christina Ricci movie, that is how he dies. Oh, little ghost boy. Okay, so, we got ghosts. We got witches. Now they're on the run. Wait, 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 wait. So, the ants are packing up and pacing and talking i don't know and the ghosts pop up and they're like you gotta get out of here and they're like we'll turn you into bags of flour and he's like we know you don't have any magic and wendy's like casper told i can't believe it i'm like girl um okay and there's a point and i don't know if it was just i had been watching the movie for so long the witch's slapstick comedy is actually pretty impressive when you remember they're just doing this in an empty room because the ghosts are not there that's they true. they are flinging themselves and around honestly, this room. You know, even though this movie was just terrible, mm-hmm. there were so many lines of the witches that I remembered fully. Like I oh, yeah. absolutely knew almost every single one of the witches' lines. Which yes, maybe it might not have been a good movie, but I get why I liked it because it just was silly, and I wanted to laugh. And, and it was adorable. I too just wanted friends, and not nah, back then. I didn't care. You but okay. <laughs> You know. You, you okay, baby? You, you okay? Um, but, you know, so even though it's shitty, those, the witches kind of are the glue that holds this really bad movie together. They are. And, like, I would have fully been down for just, like, a Wendy movie. Well, that's what I said. Just Casper and fucking Wendy. I don't need no fucking Casper. Ghosts and witches. But. I know. I know. <laughs> Wendy wasn't anybody, so, you know. Just she some, was. She had her own comic series. That's where she came bitch, from. Like. <laughs> um. So they're running around from the ghost. They can't fight them. And then Wendy just decides. She pulls out her wand and she turns them into plaster, like solid objects. And they're like, oh, man. And you're lying to us. Because she uses big magic, Desmond finds her. Daddy, he's coming. Oh, no. And he's like, I will not be defeated by a teen witch. She's not even a teen. She's not. Just the movie Teen Witch had come out. What's Teen Witch? (gasps) You know Teen Witch. That, that's not Sabrina, the movie, right? No, 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 no. remember how Sabrina was a movie before it was a TV show with yes. Melissa Joan Hart? Also a comic first. Well, I know, but RT. most people don't realize that it was, like, the weird TV movie. Which Where it's not into... any of the same actors except for Sabrina and the best friend. It's weird. Yes. Um, But it's, no. Oh, it's Sabrina and Libby, right? Yeah. That's it. But no, uh, Teen Witch, the atop that, atop that, where she, like, magics her best friend to, like, rap at the guy she likes. 
Teen Witch. Why can't I remember who? I'm gonna Google it right now. This is why we have Zelda Titan. Rubenstein is in it. Um, the girl finds a magic amulet. Her theater teacher helps her out. I mean, that's just what happens to theater kids. I thought. Yeah. Well, let's keep going as Alex Googles Teen Witch. Uh, if you haven't watched Teen Witch, that shit's on Netflix, and we're watching it tonight. Uh, it's adorable. So. Josh and his friend are fucking around, messing up people's cabins, and they hear the fight, and they reach in, and they're like, mm, she's always playing with this weird stick, and they grab Wendy's wand, which, by the way, is, like, a fat black stick with a giant jewel at the end. It looks, like, out of, like, a magician's My dildo. kit. <laughs> it's, like, a giant, like, it's huge. Um... And so the answer is celebrating. They're like, Wendy, you defeated the ghosts. Yay, yay. And she's like, uh, guys. And they're like, stop being a nag. You got to celebrate. She's like, I use big magic. And they're like, fuck you. We got to run. Duh. So I've never seen this movie, Back to Teen Witch. And the girl looks the same. Yeah. Shit, that magic was real. God damn. Yeah, we're okay. going to watch Teen I'm Witch. I'm sorry we're off topic, but everybody go watch Teen, Teen Witch. Witch. I think it's on Netflix still. Um. So Casper pops into the room and he's like, Wendy, I'm so sorry. She's like, you broke a promise and I never forgive you ever again. <laughs> and Casper's flying away and he sees Josh just like doing magic with Wendy's wand. And he's like, Wendy never let me pay with her wand. They must be better friends. Because that's how it works. What? Yeah. So I dumb. was so confused about that. And then, in a line I was surprised to hear at kids' movies, the uncles are chiseling themselves out of the plaster, and the uncle's like, I like to get plastered, but not this much. W- wow. I like that line. It was I a good did. One. I was like, oh, that was for the parents. Then they're yelling at Casper about being friends with a witch, and he's like, I know you guys act mean and nasty, but you did something tonight I'll never let you forget. You cared about those witches. And they're like, nope, we were pretending. Get fucked. Uh, Desmond pulls up. Yep. In- <laughs> Desmond pulled up in his big scary automobile, um, and they're searching the cabins. Wendy can't find her wand, and they're like wanting to leave, but they can't leave without her wand. Um, and they see Desmond walking around the cabins. They're like, "Wait, I know how to disguise us!" And so they put Wendy in a maid cart, and the three ants dress up as maids, and they're like, "Housekeeping." Housekeeping. They they legitimately one of them goes housekeeping, and they're in green maid uniforms because. You, you know. Yeah. Not the colors of the resort. And they're like wheeling away. And all of a sudden. The, but I did love the, the housekeeping. Lady who got turned into a goat in the first scene. Yep. Is still a Comes goat. up to get Desmond. like, they went that way. Still a goat. And no one's and like. still bitter. Weird. <laughs> so then weird. the ants are in the lobby. Still in their maid uniforms. They're completely hidden. They're like, let's get out of these outfits. Change full back into witch outfits. I'm like why why would you make yourselves more noticeable you're so stupid um and also why are they going through the lobby why are you going from the cabins to the inside lobby to leave it makes no sense so they open the front door to leave and ah there's desmond and jules and Vern come in from the side doors and the oracle pops up and it's like yep that's wendy she's the greater witch like you gotta defeat her and so he starts to open up the portal and wendy's like take me but let my aunts go and he's like Mm-mm, relatives tend to seek revenge and i don't want to deal with that i'm like fair they do 
so then Casper shows up and Desmond's like, uh, a ghost? Friends with the witch? I'm like, the oracles told you this like already three times. told you this was gonna happen. And Wendy's like, Casper, help me. I lost my wand. Don't admit that. Don't admit that you are powerless. Yeah. Stupid. Um, Which is weird because they weren't. It's like they want to say they're powerless at some points, but then she can do magic with their hands. So I but she can't do big magic okay. without her wand. We think. I don't know. It's not established because the ants don't have wands. Um, exactly. Uh, so Desmond like chucks Casper out of the room and Wendy's like, Casper! He can't die again, girl. You're good. And it's funny because Casper like flies through a wall, through a window, but hits a tree like, thunk. I'm like, he's a ghost. Is he solid or not? They just need that slapstick humor in there to keep the children. Yeah, and he's like, oh, the wand. Josh isn't her friend. And Josh and his little shit friends are hitting her wand with a hammer. Being like, eh, now you're going to not have you. And he, they don't even realize it's wands. They're just like, now you're not going to have your stick. But they're full doing magic before. They're like making shit appear. Yeah, but they still. They're like, mm, let's break an actual magic wand. Yeah, uh, just ca- not the smartest. Casper scares them. They drop the wand, which mm-hmm. turns them into horses, which is never resolved, guys. Those kids are just horses now. So you see the missing children posters at the Their end. mothers cry every I night going, where they are. where's my son? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, hocus pocus. Clip clop. But it's, clip clop. But it's oh in a factory God. as a cat. He's a horse. <laughs> clip clop. Clip clop. We saw. <laughs> um... Desmond summons the magic abyss, which is this this orange and black swirling CGI vortex. Green screen of death. And the everything in the room is getting pulled in. Like the furniture and the paintings. And it doesn't look like it's so much a magic like dimension that traps you, uh, but it just like smashes you along the walls until yeah. you break. Um and they've said like over and over, like once you go in the magic abyss, you never come out. But but Wendy was in there. We get there. We're getting there. Sorry. We're getting there. So Jules and Vincent like each have Wendy by one arm. Don't know where the ants are at this point. And Casper's like, Wendy, you're one. And throws it to her. Sugar Sisa. But Jules gets it. Then Wendy's wand come in. Wendy's broom comes in. One second. I'm going to say that all again. I need to stop drinking until we're done. Mm-hmm. So Jules and Vincent... <laughs> Trish and Vincent. Trish and Vincent. <laughs> Jules and Vincent each have Wendy by one arm. I don't know where the ants are at this point. And Casper's like, Wendy, you're one. But Jules grabs it out of her hand. And then Wendy's broom shows up and starts like beating the shit out of them. They drop the wand. Wendy picks up her wand and she's like, ha ha. And Desmond's like, I'm unaffected. You're a weak ass little bitch. Sure, I'm getting Casper got her wand back to her. Um... So Desmond goes to push her into the magic abyss and she falls all the way in. She fully disappears from sight, is gone. So now I was like, oh, we're done, right? <laughs> Movie's over, bye. Nope. Uh, that's been the Stupid Sequels podcast. Uh, check, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so dark. Um, that's what I was hoping. And Casper goes diving in with like the little red velvet ropes that they used to like section you off. You know how those are like very strong and powerful and can like haul a human body in oh yeah and Um, they're super long (laughs) and the three ants go running up and somehow the two like jules and Vern hold back three witches yeah and they're just yelling like wendy we're coming little red hold on they're not doing anything they keep saying we're coming and they're not doing anything um 
So Desmond starts trying to close the portal behind Casper and Wendy. He's going deeper in. She's falling. He's chasing her. Uh, they start to cast on Desmond, but he's like, your powers have no power here. Uh, he turns them into a man, a hag, and, and a, a super sexy model. ass model. And she's like, oh no, I'm repulsive. Because they're witches and they think ugly is pretty and pretty is a... Gets so annoying. Um, yeah, it's just so dumb. So then this like giant green like dragon monster shows up and scares Desmond. The worst CGI ever in a movie. And Desmond falls into the abyss. And then the monster separates out, and it's the three ghosts, because duh. And he's like, no one messes with Casper but us. And the ghosts are holding the portal open, the ants are trying to pull the rope back through, and they keep focusing on, like, one connection of the ropes. Like, oh man, this link's gonna break, they're gonna fall, and they keep zooming in on it over and over again. It doesn't get any looser, it doesn't look like it's about to break, it just looks completely linked. It never does break. And they're screaming the whole time, they're like, don't let go. Hold on. You have to save us. Casper and Wendy, they're both just screaming. They pull them out. They collapse on the floor and they both just like pass out cold. And they're trying to act like you think they might be dead. They're like, little red, little red, are you okay? Come on, Casper, buddy, wake up. It's like, they're both fucking fine. They were just screaming this whole time. And they're like, Wendy, are you okay? She's like, if you hug me, I might be. And they're like, oh, we're all fine. That's it. That's the big resolution of that big, big fight. My favorite part was the end. Like, and Jules and Vern are just like, let's go get French toast. Oh no, Jules and Vern, they're like, where were you? We were at a diner. I said it came all the way to this point. They talked about breakfast food. They did. You thought they weren't going to bring it back. They brought it back. They did. They brought it back. Um, so the, the witches are like, we're there. We and then the, thank you for the, ghosts. the very end, they're like, oh, and we're friends now. And witches. Oracles, the oracle's like, Wendy's the most powerful witch. Yep. She's going to be queen. Witches and ghosts. Hurrah. And they're like, oh, good. Wendy and Casper, they made friends. They're going to be friends. Nope. Nope. That's not what happens. They go back to their, their homes. And their they're homes, like, well, and they're I'll like, never see you again. Like, deuces, ghost boy. And she's all, bye. Now life is going to be different for us. How is life going to be different for you? Nothing happened. Nobody knows about the events that have happened. Like, basically, Casper's, like, carrying all their bags. And he's like, well, I guess it's all going to be like before. And she, like, zaps the bags away. She's like, they'll be different. And then the uncles are carrying the bags. It'll be different than before. Um, it was a really poor resolution, you bastards. Yeah. Um. It doesn't explain why Wendy is the most powerful witch. Or, no, and how her, her powers are better than, you know, the three because old ass, go- the old ass when, witches she lives with. And when she tries to cast magic on Desmond, he's like, the fuck, that didn't even do anything. You're supposed to be more powerful than me? Like. It, I mean, I wonder if it's her courtship with like if it'd be one thing if they're like she's going to become more powerful yeah. than but him. i think maybe it was her ability to become friends and work with ghosts maybe that maybe was like it. their partnership will make them you more powerful you think the underlining thing was just like be nice to everybody mm-hmm. so if casper taught us anything motherfuckers i'm sorry that was be aggressive. nice just to everybody be nice to everybody um, and if you're listening to this episode before november Fucking go vote. 
Go vote. Go I, vote. I apologize for the silliness of this episode. It but was go vote. For fucking real. By many years of ridiculous friendship. Go um, fucking vote. Please, vote. please, please. I don't care who you vote for. Just do it. Just do you it. You could vote for Kermit the Frog. Just add that motherfucker in. Just vote. I hope you don't because that's like the third party. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is Casper meets Wendy. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, it was fun to watch. If you want to watch it, watch it. If you were born in the '90s, I'm sure you've lived Casper meets Wendy. But go back. It absolutely doesn't hold up. Which not at all. I think is the most heartbreaking thing about What's the going back. Up? It's like so many movies do, and you're like, oh yeah, Sandlot, Goonies, all these yeah. movies. You're like, oh, epic. Oh. Even we we're just talking about how Mean Girls is like one of the greatest like. It screenplays of like a, a teenager a movie that's like accurate yeah. and not over the top but very and I just feel like there's certain movies you have to go back because they hold up and it's heartbreaking when they don't but the of last course, one I watched that didn't hold up that broke my heart was Flubber Flubber oh, dude, does not hold recently up I did all. that too after Robin. the late Robin Williams rest in peace but yep. um, I was like ooh this is going to be great and it doesn't. Then you go back and watch Mrs. Doubtfire, and holds you're up. dying. Watch Jumanji. Holds, holds up. up. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. It's really so. weird what, what does and doesn't hold up. And maybe it's memory. Maybe it's the movies we watch later in life shape well, our opinions more. But, yeah. That's the thing about this hot piece of flying garbage that my sister and I both loved and watched often. And it wasn't even just a Halloween movie in our house. No, no, this no. Was just it like was just a movie. And I'm like, I wonder... I think kids really love silliness and like I think just the silliness of the the ghosts not and necessarily Casper but a everybody kid being else. the most powerful Exactly. Yeah. They they know who their audience is and I think that's And like the kids got the grown ups to listen really to them. Smart and, yeah. And, yeah, that's of course it doesn't hold up, but I mean go back and watch Casper and that shit is fucking boring and you're going to be like, "Oh my god, but that shit is yeah. fucking boring like yeah like, pretty it's much the last movie. scene where christina ricci dances with hot hot devon soa you're like or soa i don't know if i can say his name you're like yes and you don't really need to watch the rest there's just so many scenes in it with adults that i'm like can we just cut all this out like i don't care so um so real quick before we get to our uh, favorite quotes and our wrap-up mm-hmm. i want to give a giant thank out to all the people on social media who comment on all my stuff who requests so many movies, who keep asking you when I'm going to do their favorites. Was this one requested? It was not. You came up with this one. I did. Well, because we our dumbasses was like, Casper meets Wendy the sequel. And then we were like, wait, fuck. Casper meets Wendy is a sequel. So it, it is. It worked perfectly because we both grew mm-hmm. up on this great film. We were going to do Jeepers Creepers 2, but I'm a little, I'm a little baby. She's a little baby. I, I like the horror gory stuff so if there's anyone out there that wants to see that let us know and i'll scare the fuck out of her but i'll do some i just wasn't in the mood this month um jeepers creepers 2 isn't even scary but she was afraid she had to watch the first one and you know it is it's good it's scary where'd you get those peepers like uh it's such a good concept but i wanted to just shout out a couple people really quickly uh growly 26 flocka mama michelle the broadway bell uh raider mike Yes, we will eventually get to Bambi 2 and Pocahontas 2 and The Return of Jafar. Wait, time out. You haven't done Pocahontas 2 or The Return of Jafar? Nope, or Little Mermaid 2. Wait, we, you haven't done Little Mermaid 2? We've done the prequel to Little Mermaid. But not the one with her daughter? And we've done Aladdin 3. 
Alright, so I'm letting you know here this scoop. Chelsea and I hang out every fucking Tuesday. We do a sleepover. So we will bust out some of these that y'all are requesting because what else are we doing? Hey, Alex. Yes. Remember how you watched this movie in advance? Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, but didn't it work out though? It did. Because I feel like having it like this, it's fresher too, where I didn't even look at my notes for the most part. Where it's better than me being like, oh, let me get to my notes. So it's like a fresh. But also for me, this is four hours of prep work ahead of time, so I can't bang them out quite that quick. Yeah, I know. Um, but yes, I just wanted to shout out to all you guys. Um, I do see your comments. I do see your requests. But I am only one person, and we can only record one a month uh, because I can only edit and research and do all these at a time. Um, we're working on some bonus episodes for reviewing things that don't quite fit the Ooh. bill. What is, what's, what's our main one going to be for that? Uh, we were talking about reviewing Love Never Dies, which, uh, the two of us and also our sound engineer and the person from our Mulan episode, uh, Francis, uh, have all seen, not together, uh, we were talking about doing some of the, uh, TV, the TV adaptations like The Little Mermaid Show and Timon and Pumbaa, uh, a lot of those kinds, um, but we're working on bonus episodes to kind of play with that there is a patreon if you guys really want to support me uh i mean like the lowest one is a dollar a month the higher ones you can request a movie that i will guarantee do or even be a guest on the show if you really really want to be a part of the show that much check out our patreon the link will be in the description um but i really do want to do a show that you guys will like and do movies that you guys care about and do you guys want me to do nothing but Disney movies? Are you sick of Disney movies? Do you want me to do horror movies? Tell me and I'll do it. I want to make you all happy. It's true. All right. So uh, to wrap it up, what is some of our favorite quotes from the original? Um, I just love when Dan Aykroyd's like, Who are you going to call? <laughs> Someone else. That was good. Uh you know I like any of the creeper lines, so of course what I've already mentioned. Would you like to get my hands on that little shrimp? This is all his fault. I normally like to get plastic. Because every girl was like, yes please, can you keep me? Anything that made your child's heart go, what is that? I mean, that to me is just... A pitter, a patter. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, and then... Or the, that's your only one from the original? Well, I mean, I like when he was like, I told you I was a good dancer. And then, uh, then the second one, we're like, liar! Yeah. You know. Lies. Um, I think from the sequel, I, uh... Would you like to get my hands on that little shrimp? This is all his fault. I normally like to get plastic. Wow. Um, and I just... Like the entire, the entire like just a montage of Wendy's laugh. It's so it's so bad. It's so high. I'm sure there's a video of it somewhere. If you want to go torture yourself or you're a sadist quite like myself, go do that to yourself. But I will not do that to you. Yeah, and I'll try and find a clip to put here. And if I can't, I'll cut this part out. Little Miss Goody Two spells, or you're just gonna type all day. I know you cast the spells, and I'll run up through my spell checker. Pretty har Casper? Yeah? I know this is going to sound really lame and all, but... Whoa! This has been the best day of my life! Me too! 
Well, except for the life part. <laughs> but yeah, any any final thoughts on Casper meets Wendy? It was bad. It was so bad. How Hilary Duff got a TV show off of this? I don't know. How Hilary Duff had a career after this? And her no, I don't say and her teeth, but she was a child. She was a child. Please don't yell at me, but I'm sorry. Oh. And it's just so weird to have Catherine Moriarty be in both playing different care. It's so weird. You think she was like fucking one of the people? No, because nobody was even involved in both the movies. That I think they were make... just like, she was one of the best parts of the first one. And she's one of the people we but can no, get back. No, she wasn't. Like, no, and old... she's one of the people we can get back. The old people scenes from the first one was like the stuff. I'm like, we need to cut this out. Like, yeah. But yeah, you stuffed both movies with such comedic actors, and the first one worked pretty well. Yeah. And then the second one just did Just. I mean, but it did when we watched it as kids, so I mean, is is that the important thing, that it mattered, it worked back then? Mm -hmm. Less important than it doesn't cross over now? Because how could it? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, there, there are movies from my childhood that, like, I think my kids will still enjoy... When they're oh little. yeah, like Hocus Pocus, which rewatching Hocus Pocus, oh, such a up. stressful movie. Anybody else just get anxiety attacks watching it? Oh my it? god, so like, many. I know it's gonna end properly and well, but I just get so stressed out the whole fucking time. Yeah, and like Hocus Pocus holds the fuck up. I will not like sit my kids down and be like Casper meets Wendy, kids. Like no, no, I'll spare you that. Um. But Alex, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Instagrams. It is Alex N Wonderland. Like she is thrift queen. My name is Alexandra Nels. So yeah. N, no, find her. Yes, everything her I own is thrifted for the most part. She's got the most '90s boots you've ever seen, and they're the only shoes she wears in my house. Yeah, it's I, really weird. I live every day of my life like I am an. I mean, I am a '90s baby, but that's just my. Yes. Aesthetic for life. But check out the photos of us at Arctic Monkeys and us in Vegas and yep. soon us at My Favorite Murder. And if anybody show. makes any requests, we will totally be down to just do our silliness together and review just whatever you guys want. Yep. Your favorite book, your favorite porno. Just Because just... <laughs> the two of us watch do nothing but watch movies and TV together. A lot of friends. So if it's like, oh, you want us to watch all of Friends, we got you. We already did it twice, but we'll We've do it a third time. <laughs> How are you doing? How we candy lady? <laughs> no, not candy lady. <laughs> we're very silly and we're sorry. I'm sorry. No, we're not. We're not. All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking in for our Halloween slash November episode. I will see you all guys next month with... And, oh my god, is she going to say what the movie's going to be in the episode? Yes, I am, guys. Because if you guys didn't hear, if you guys are here from the first podcast, um, Joe Rosenblum is going to be on, and we are covering, for December, are you ready, the Star Wars Christmas special. Yes, guys! I didn't even know there was a Star Wars Christmas You shouldn't, because it's it, bad. Is it from the olden days, or is it from, like, the trash that we got that was it's in theaters It's from the 70s, we and it was so bad it aired on television once, and then never again. Whoa. Play the same song. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, no. Uh, so check in in December for that, mother. Where do we find that? YouTube? Uh, we have our sources. Okay. YouTube. Um, <laughs> mm. 
but thank you so much for checking in and i will see you guys all next time bye bye thanks so much for listening to the stupid sequels podcast please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on itunes you can find us on Twitter at Stupid Sequels 2 or email us at stupidsequelspodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Cod. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wiseshots, and you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them.